start recording now, and then I'll just cut <clears throat> all of this off. It's me, so bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Has anybody ever told you how beautiful that was? No. I think you're going to be the new voice for the um, for the intro. There we go. Like recording. I only require fifteen uh, percent. Of what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Royalty fees. <laughs> It's me, it's me, Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where in the world you are, mi gente. Okay, can I tell you that I've been checking my analytics? I have been checking my analytics from time to time because I get obsessive. And I'm all around the world right now, so thank you very, very much. I really appreciate you all tuning in and listening to me every week. So that's what's up. And this week we're talking about a little bit of everything, but I do want to point out that this was initially about immigrant parents and being children of mothers and fathers that have migrated to the U.S. And if you notice, I said children. So I'm giving you little hints over here. This week is sprinkled with a little deja vu because my guest was on season two, episode five, and now this is season three, episode five, and I don't think it's coincidence, okay? I think not. There's definitely a glitch in the matrix. So without further ado, with us today is my baby daddy, because you know I have to make this little ratchet, <laughs> the one and the only, and I mean literally the only, Marks. Woo! Wait, can I clap for you? Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's me, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so right before we started this, he um, did my intro very, very well. Yeah. So he said that he requires 50%. I'm in the running for the new voice of the It's Me Shell podcast. Yeah. Um, I like that baritone voice you have. Yeah? I think that's perfect. It I could change that because it would go high pitch, low pitch, low pitch. <laughs> Can I hear the high pitch? I really do want to listen to that. It's me, Shadow Kitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> I got a warm I got a warm No, that was beautiful. All right. Well, I've been meaning to tell you, I have never met another Marks in my life, unless it's a last name like Carl Marks. Who? My dad. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that counts? He literally gave you the name. Mm, I think his father gave me the name. Well, so, it's his name. So did he really give it to me or he was just lazy and just... He just woke up. He said, you know what? He realized your mother was about <laughs> to give birth. <laughs> I was like, Marks. <laughs> no, but I have my own theory. Okay. Um, so and, other than Karma... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And once you're done, I have a my own theory too I mean it's your name I would hope you have your own theory alright so I think well do you know why your parents decided to name you Marks let's ask I that first I have no idea why my parents do anything <laughs> um I'm just assuming no I don't the, the answer is no mm-hmm. but I have theories yes all right. Well I ask because we're talking about immigrant parents and when we hear 
these philosophical names, I always think, well, it must be because they want us to be unique or different. You know, they came to the U.S. because your parents were immigrants, my parents were immigrants. So they were like, you know, they want... I don't know, they just want us to be different, but in the same token, they want us to be like the most respected Americans within our community, so they give us like these really strong meaning names. And it's a little different for me because Dominican names be crazy. Tell yeah. me, Dominican names make no sense. Make and there's no, no way, no, there's no way to translate them to English. Yeah, because they're made up words. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely made up, or they're made up like, what's the... They're the fucking, end of a word. They're phonetics. They they're phonetics. You literally have yeah. to read it for what it it's is. Like they're, ing. They're, <laughs> you have like the ly. Any most Dominican girls end with a ly. Really? Right? You think so? No, I got some. Like Rosalie. No. How about Anna Lee? Let me tell you something. Something Lee is always Lee. Drastically. Or what's another one? Then they beat then the new ones. The new ones be like. I don't even know. Exactly. I don't even speak right. Spanish like that. It's, it's okay. It's like fake Spanish words. No. <laughs> well, for me, all English, or well, all Dominican names are phonetic. So one of them is like, Judelkis. Yes. Tell me. How the fuck do you say that in English? Yudelkis. Judelkis. 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 Chaydra. That's a, I grew up with a girl, a child. Her uh-huh. name was Chaydra. I used to babysit her. Yeah. Her name was Chaydra. Like Hydra, yeah. but with a CH. Or the C. Chaydra. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, we, we also have normal names, but they range from the simple to the extreme, right? So it'd be like Carlos, and then his sister's name is Belkis Tayaneris. Mm, like Daenerys. The yeah, the, of dragons. With the bitch that we have in the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is that they're all full of consonants, like Russian last names. There's no way to spell them. Like, how do you even pronounce that in English? Russian names. Well, any any oh, name well, that has I just learned consonants. that Ireland or Irish, they have weird names too. Really? Like they're spelled one way and they're pronounced a whole different way. Like, for example, the only one I can really remember off the top of my head, it's um, oh, I think it's spelled O S I N or O I S I N. It's weird spellings. O S. And it's like. Ocean Aus- or some Aus- shit like that. I don't know. Nigga said Austining New York. Yeah. <laughs> what? I forgot what I was watching, but it was a lady from Ireland, and the guy was showing a bunch of names that, mm. and she was pronouncing them. I guess in her dialect. Ireland. I thought they spoke English. Apparently they don't. So well. Oh, apparently they speak something else. Were they Vi- were were the Irish ancestry like were they Vikings? I don't think so. No. They were, they were a conquered nation. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they huh. were very strong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, guys, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. I wow, that's crazy, yo. All right, well, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to drop some knowledge because that's what I do. Um, so after minutes of research, because it's literally minutes, and then it just came up, mm. uh, I found out that the name Marks has a lot of origins to it, so it's not so clear because everyone is claiming this bad boy of your name. Okay, so the Germans want it, saying that the name is of Germanized descent. The Jewish are saying that it was theirs all along. Like, the Jewish were like Mordecai. That That's what Marx translates to Mordecai. And then we have, let's see who else, so all the Latinos, because of course they're saying that, that that's Marcus. I love how easy that is, though. 
That's the one that I was going with. Ah, see, Mark is right there. That's our name because Marcus just decided to switch it up. You're eclectic, and then you became Marks. Mark. Marcus. So, <laughs> what I learned is that your name means a whole bunch of different shit. So, what does it mean? That's what I'm interested in. Can I tell you what I learned? This was like oh, as a kid, though. Oh, okay. And I, I ran hear. with it. Got tattooed and all that. Oh, Lord. Let's go. It stands for warrior. Oh, okay. I was getting there. Oh, you were. I want. No, stop. It's fine. <laughs> because I want to explain to you the ignorant side of me. <clears throat> Because I'm an ignorant human being. So I just thought your parents just migrated over here. Your mom was pregnant. They sat, they sat down like the family round table, right? And they said, bueno, we about to having a baby. <laughs> Un baby, right? That's how they said, because they have an accent. I don't know if that's really a Honduran accent, but I'm going to go with it. No, it's no, we're going. <laughs> and I think, I think this is your dad's accent, I swear. And I think that this, that his name. Oh, he sounds more like a Mexican Oh, orale. Broken, broken English? Yeah. yeah. Orale, guate. Oh, you see? I think that his name is going to be Mars, meaning Mark. But because they're immigrants, they had an S at the end. So like, his name is going to be Mars. Well, he calls himself Max. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. By the way, just for, <laughs> for some reason, our parents, like I said, always add an S at the end, but Max. I like that's an X. Yeah. And that's right. why I say I don't even think he knows why he named me that. So I, don't I know. give the credit to his father, who happens to be the smart one, from my knowledge. Okay, go ahead, Grandpa. He's a smart guy. From what I heard, he was into um, World War II history. Okay. That sounds a little scary. Probably the Nazis. Get out of here. I'm not sure exactly. Well, that's why your name. Hello, German. Yeah, it comes Yo, from Yo, full fucking circle. Here, you're like Dwight from The Office. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just think your dad was like, Mars is going to be his name, Bikause. That's a good name. That's yeah. how he said, that's a good name. And it's from the Bible, because everything is religious. Yeah. It's from the Bible. Mark is from the Bible. Mark's Mark. The was, book of Mark. But it is, right? Mark. See, you would know. I, I don't know anything like that. He says, like, the Bible. <laughs> it's like the Bible. So it's like Jesus or something like that. It's like baby Jesus because everything yeah. always goes back to Jesus. I'm surprised your name isn't Jesus. Like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if your name was Jesus, the Spanish version, mm -hmm. I would be calling you Jesus the entire time. Hey, Jesus, can you please walk over? Mm -hmm. Jesus, can you please bring me some water? And multiply it. Jesus, turn it into wine. That's something I would say. But all jokes aside, though, out of all the definitions or meanings, because that's what I want to tell you that I looked up the German history. Sorry about, you know, the Germans. Guten Tag. My bad. I know Germany has a very shady history. Danke Shane. Like, I'm just throwing all the German mm. words I know. Um, all I know is Oktoberfest. Isn't that about beer? Yeah. That's all I know, too, then. I just, that's all that's I want to know. the only German thing I know. Well, according to German history, because you should know this, it's your name. Marx is a masculine name of German origin, and it's coming from the name Marcus, and it translates to of Mars, forever connecting baby to the Roman god of war. And I think that's fucking cool, bro. Look at those muscles. Oh, look at that. I'm fucking petrified I was right born now. born with them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> You're like the fucking handsmaid. Yeah. You're like a handsmaid from Handsmaid's Tale of Mars. Yeah. You belong to Mars. I never watched that. Oh, you yeah. should. 
You belong to Mars, my G. All right, so we're talking about being children of immigrants and our parents who have migrated to the U.S. for a better life. And I think it's necessary to give a little backstory. So you told me you actually know about your mom migrating here, not mm -hmm. really your dad. Mm -hmm. So do you want to tell me the story or you want to tell the world the story yeah, about... So just real quick, my in the 60s, the early 60s, my grandmother, which is my mom's mom, she... She's won like some type of lottery to come to the U.S. to work. Like it was like, yeah. Wow. And I don't know the exact program it was, but I know I know this happened in America in the '60s. They were bringing immigrants to to come work, basically. And she won a ticket. Um, quick side story: She told me that someone had robbed her ticket. Hujima. Yeah. Oh. She lost it, and somehow she ended up getting she got another one. Beefed. Yeah. And she got another one. Yeah. Damn, they really wanted her to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were like, "Yo, she got some strong ass hands. Yeah. We need her here." So she wow. came first. I guess she established whatever she had to establish, and then one by one, she brought all her children in here. Starting with my mom. My mom's the second oldest of her nine children. Okay. Oh, so she already had all nine of her children when she got the ticket. No. No. She had, I'm going to say seven. I mean, that's pretty far. Right? <laughs> yeah. Two of them are American. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. The last two. So your mom was like Char like Charlie and yeah. the Chocolate Factory. She got the golden fucking ticket. Yeah, my mom actually brought her here She at the age of 16, I want to say. Oh, so she was a teenager. Yeah, Damn. She was a teen. Wow. Teenage. See that girl? <laughs> Did she have a sweet 16? I highly doubt that. Well, as fuck, she was here. <laughs> your, your grandmother was like, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> this is your present. Oh, yeah, probably. Why not? Well, I think your story is a lot cooler than mine. Yeah. My, because my mother, she came here from the Dominican Republic. Okay, she was 25 years old. She married my dad. My dad was already living in New York when he met my mother. And to be honest, I don't know much of his story because it's fucking shady as fuck. I don't know how he was here. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even here on a green card. Nigga had a birth certificate. I don't ask any questions. Mm -hmm. And my family, they're like... They're just very secretive, mm -hmm. so I will never know. Um, but she was like a mail order bride. She was just <laughs> <laughs> he just married her and said, "All right, I'm gonna bring you over." She said, "Okay, Tavian Tony." Uh, here she was. Yeah. So he met her in DR. He met her in DR. He got married in DR with her. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he married her in DR and then brought her here. And then brought he was her already in. a citizen. Yeah, because he was able to. So bring you don't know how he. I do not know. All I know is that he had. So he wasn't born here. No, Are can you I? Not sure? Can I be honest with you? Uh -huh. I don't know where the fuck he was born. My father is like fucking William Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson. That's his name. Taken guy. Yo, you know I've been calling him Will William, and then I call <laughs> <laughs> and then we call him Willem, like Willem Dafoe. Willem. Defoe. Willem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> nah, I think my dad has a. Uh, I know for for sure his birthday is October 1st. Okay. Which is like next week, right? Oh, happy birthday, you happy filthy birthday. animal. <laughs> <laughs> and his license says April 25th. Is his Yo, we're going to get into yeah. that because... <laughs> so we're going to have so this sure segment. I'm sure he's not here. 
You know what? No, he we're didn't gonna... get here legally. He's he's he swam. Yeah. <laughs> he was a strong swimmer, and that's okay. And we have a segment where it's like where we list like the top. I think we have like nine lies that our parents tell us, but they believe mm-hmm. that it's truth. And that shit's coming up, so don't so hold that story because we're gonna yeah, talk we about it. We say that my family's from Honduras. I don't know. Well, I I, mean, I, I, I mentioned matters, I mentioned. I mean, it does matter where they migrated yeah. from. I'm Dominican, you're Honduran. Which when I first met you, I could have sworn you were Puerto Rican. Everyone does. I'm you give off a Puerto Rican vibe. Then I'm Dominican. Nah, you're not Dominican. Then if all else fails, I'm Mexican. Damn. No one, uh, no one in my life has ever guessed Honduran ever, ever. No I think it's because people just think too small. Yeah. They never think like Central America is a place like but they don't expand. Hondurans. They when just, I tell Hondurans I'm Hondurans, they're they like surprised. Why? Like, but happy, like a happy surprise. Like, oh my God, we got another one. Yes, <laughs> they like keeping tally. They have yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I did think I think you give off Puerto Rican vibes. Because mm-hmm. they and some people people believe most people from Honduras are dark skinned and that's not necessary too. There is a lot of dark skin. Yeah, but don't you guys have like a tribe, the Garif, the Garifuna tribe? Garifuna, They're like dark yeah. skinned. I had a lot of Garifuna Honduran friends growing up mm-hmm. in high school, and they were pretty nice people. But you're right; they were completely different. Like yeah. they didn't act like you. They were some of them were wild. And I think most of them speak English. Yes, they do speak English, yeah. but they also speak their. They have like a native um, language as well. And I forget what it's called. I think it's called Garifuna. And I used to learn so many curse words. And I had this teacher once. She was my AP biology teacher in high school. And I didn't know she was a nerd. I thought she was black. And I said, and I forgot the word, but it meant like, like, like fuck you in the ass or something like that. And it got me because it got me mad. Like it meant like bullshit or some, some crazy thing. And I said it in like Garifuna. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she pulled me out of the class and was like, don't you ever say that word again. I said, okay, I'm sorry. Like, it's not my fault. They taught me. Like, don't, I thought she was, I didn't know she but was. But you didn't know hurt. what the word meant? I mean, I you did. But I was using it. Also used. Yeah, but I didn't know. Well, <laughs> I didn't know she was. You know, it's kind of like when you know a different language and you just be talking shit in a different language. Yeah. That's what I was doing, basically, not knowing that she was Honduran. Oops. Side story, I have a friend that she called her teacher a fag, <gasps> thinking it meant, damn, what did she think it meant? I forgot what she thought. It, she thinks it meant like, like dude or something. Yeah, the, where was she from? It's fucking, she's, a, she's an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> what in the buffuckery is going on over here? And I think the te- she was walking by the teacher. And she just said, what's up, fag? And, <gasps> <laughs> and what did the teacher say? She got in trouble. So I think she got principal's office. I don't really know what happened. Oh, my gosh. That was a funny okay, story. Okay, where was she from? Um, Dominican Republic. Damn. It'd be my own people. Yeah. It's like, why y'all got to show off? Yeah. <laughs> Use the words you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what... Because she did... Tell me how she heard she thought the word was used. And it was like, you know, it was innocent the way she said it, but like nobody oh, knows you're being innocent. Of course. <laughs> Especially when she's saying with such conviction and such <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Well, when we think about immigrants, I always think about like one thing my mom used to always tell me. Although we were like myself, all my siblings, we were born here. But she used to tell us that she decided to come here for a better life. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, not only for herself, but for like her children. And I don't know if they knew, like our parents knew what that meant, like what a better life was. And I know it's hard because coming from where you're coming from, like coming from Dominican Republic, if you're living, like I would go visit DR and we would use a latrine for a long time and then we and then I would come back home and then when I would go back like my grandmother had more land and then we had like farm animals and that was the fun part when we had like the farm animals and we actually had an indoor bathroom but we did us had a latrine Mm -hmm. like I went to go piss in a hole outside and then when it was really dark at night we used to have like candles like fucking olden times walking with fucking lanterns (laughs) Like fucking woods. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would go into a latrine to use the bathroom and I'd be petrified because I didn't know if something was going to come up out of the hole. So I guess, I don't know, being a kid and listening to people talk about coming to New York from Dominican Republic was always so crazy to me because they would literally obsess about coming here. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, they were like, oh, no matter what, we're going to swim there. There's going to be a boat that's going to take us to, what is it, to Cuba and then we're going to go to Florida. I'm just like, why do you guys want to come? There's nothing here. This place is fucking whack. Like, there's nothing here. You got to work. Yeah. And there's school because I was young. So I'm like, and there's school. So don't think you can prevent from going to school. Like, there's nothing fun. But they would really, like, they, there was nothing that was going to deter them. Yeah. They would do the nastiest things. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew this girl. She was like, I want to say she was like 17 or 18. And she met, like, this white tourist that came from, like, Texas. So he was like, you know, sorry, Texas. He was like a fucking slob. And she was just like, oh, I'm going to go into a cabana with him. And I'm going to, like, she was going to go into a cabin and do things and stuff just so he can get her, like, a green card. Wow. That's crazy. That's common. I I thought men usually do that. Well, like. Try to marry the the girls. Or they try to marry the viejitas too, like the yeah. cougars. They'd be like, "He loves me for me." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Your citizenship. Yeah, Daniel doesn't love you for you. He loves you for yeah. your status in the U.S. So, how long you stood in DR? Um, every time we would go, it was for the entire summer. So let's say school was over June twenty-six, mm-hmm. because that was like usually the date. By July, like right after July fourth. We were already out there typically till like the second week of september so we always missed like we spent labor day with out your there parents or just the kids well no no well with my mom okay. my dad was there for a little bit and then he disappeared out of my life because daddy wasn't there and then it was just i know i love the song to change my underwear <laughs> but then it was just me my sister my brother and my mom and we would stay and it was the worst time yeah. it was not because it wasn't fun it was fun when we were going out and like experiencing like the country yeah. but then when you sit there you have no electricity the fan don't work kind of like right now how we're like dying in sweat <laughs> <laughs> it's boring and then the flies and the mosquitoes they really get you so everybody has to sleep with like a mesh over their bed yeah and then you get really extra hot because you got to turn on all these candles so it's a fire hazard it's actually pretty gross you don't get no tv the one thing though that i realized is they just be showing porn out there i know so i stumbled upon a porn channel in dr everybody was sleeping i was just flipping the channels because i couldn't sleep and it was like really fuzzy it was like white noise like the porn you all you heard was like ah yeah. <laughs> you couldn't see shit just snow on the TV. That's, that's, there was so much snow but like i would watch it and i'm like yo i got free porn <laughs> <laughs> 
free audio. <laughs> free audio porn. Um, that was like crazy. the olden ASMR. That's what I had. I've been to Honduras once as a child. And um, I don't really remember much. <laughs> did you? So do you know if you like it? Do you remember if you liked it? If you enjoyed it at all? I remember like not talking because no one spoke English. Okay. Right, so it's almost like just a long observation and experience. Yeah, I just remember what I remember. I don't know. I felt out of. I felt like I didn't belong there, but I don't know. I, I wasn't like scared or nothing. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like. It was like a cool experience, I guess. Like to, to just be there and I don't know, I guess I probably felt better than most people there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like I come from privilege compared to where I was staying. Right, where you were there. staying in Honduras. Yeah, so maybe I was grateful unknowingly. I don't know. Well, I remember the last time I went I was thirteen years old to DR and I think we ended up meeting so like a couple houses down, the person like I don't know them but the teenage boy that was there was from New York. Mm-hmm. So he spoke English. And the entire summer, we were like friends. Because he was the only one. He was actually from the Heights. So he was just yeah. like, oh my God. Like he knew everything. So it was fun. But then even that, I'm just like, I don't want to hang out with you here. I want to go back home. And I was 13 the last time I went. And I think at that point, I was over it. I didn't want to go back. I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Actually, there was there was one girl. She was an older girl. I was mm-hmm. like, so I want to say 12 when I went. Mm-hmm. She was older, probably like 16, 17. And she spoke English. Oh. I think she was Garifuna. I don't okay. know, she was very dark-skinned. Mm-hmm. And she would talk to me, but like very, like you know, like flirtatious, I guess. She wanted you to bring her home. And my mom was like, "Don't talk to that girl." And I was like, "Okay, like why?" And I just want to keep talking. She's the only one that speaks English, right? Here. Because that's what happens. We're like every everybody yeah. else doesn't understand me, and then you find this person. And you're like, "Okay, we we can talk about people. We can talk shit." Yeah. She was prepping. She was grooming you. No, but I remember that. I think, yeah, people were, like, interested in me. Because they saw this For a little while, until they boy. realized I couldn't really communicate with them. And then, and then like, they were like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. That's so disheartening as a kid. <laughs> You're like, so nobody wants to be yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you know what? Let me ask you then. Mm-hmm. If you had a choice, now that you're an adult, would you go mm-hmm. to Honduras and actually, like, live there? Like, spend time to actually live there? I would like to I would like to visit just to to get like a real understanding of my culture because I feel like yeah. I didn't grow up with that culture, you know. So I would like to experience that and learn about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there is actually a, like some type of holistic resort. I think that used to be run by like Doctor Sebi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and I, have, I have a big interest in that. Isn't that where Left Eye went and died? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. I mean, we're rest not laughing peace. because she passed. No, yeah. Rest in peace. We're just laughing because it's like, oh, I would like to go there. Isn't that where people go to die? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, maybe I need to think about shrug. this. <laughs> we're going to put a pin in this and revisit it later. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I don't know what holistic resorts I have in Dominican Republic. I feel like everything is just ratchet out there. Yeah. Like, as long as you're flashing American money, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. So, I would say, hell yeah, I would go. Because I do... I mean... I do know a lot of my history and I did go to at least I was 13. I don't know anything after that because I didn't stay on top of it. But then once I got older, I kept, you know, communicating with the cult, you know, trying to figure out what the culture was up to. And I think that I would definitely want, I mean, growing up, my mom and my dad used to always tell me I had land over there. So I would, I don't know whether that's true or not, because I feel like every kid who's Dominican has land. Well, it's like when they, when you buy like a piece of the moon or something. All right, Dwight. Like really Can I tell you I, I own piece of the moon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. Good luck claiming it. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> I have the coordinates and everything. <laughs> yeah, but I fun. think like it's my right. I'm not colonizing or anything like the Caucasians <laughs> from Caucasville who are fucking gentrifying Puerto Rico right now. Have you heard? Yeah, because of like tax breaks and stuff. Mexico. That's fucking crazy. No, I didn't hear about that. No, I had no idea. I mean, can you blame them? No. They're fucking struggling and suffering over there. And you got these fucking cocks talking about, well, you know what? I want the blue sofa over there. Yeah, they're moving there because of the whole remote. Everyone, you know, so they. Of course. and tax, cheaper cost of living but tax breaks too at least in Puerto Rico the tax they're insane over there yeah. so people are actually moving out there selling their stuff from Puerto Rico and not being charged I guess I don't want to misspeak but it's either no tax or mm-hmm. not as much tax as you would hear so they're making like millions yeah. and they're just taking over meanwhile you know right next door you have Abuelita yeah. who's like washing her clothes by hand yeah. It's crazy. It is. But we're not doing that. I think it's pretty sad. Yeah. Um, but I would actually go out to DR and I would contribute. I think, like I said, I would claim the land that belongs to me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I would just be like, I would contribute to society, to the land. I'll learn a lot more. I'll become one with the culture. Yeah. That's my shit. I would like to take my kid there Yeah. to visit. To DR, to Honduras. Both. Really? You know, I asked the kids if they wanted to um, go to Honduras. And I think the girl's response was like, well, I don't want to get eaten. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I don't think that's it. And, but it's crazy how much like what they hear about like their own country and that that puts fear in their heart. And I don't even know where the hell she heard it from. She's like, well, let's see. All right. So let's see. <sighs> Let's see what else do we have here. Okay, so mi gente, we were prepping for this episode, and Marks suggested um, something that was pretty, pretty awesome, pretty cool. And this segment is the top five lies that immigrant parents tell us that they actually believe themselves. Um, I don't know. That's a whole mess within itself. The fact that they believe it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, can I preface? Yeah, go ahead. Well, basically, right. So our topic is, I guess, right, living with immigrant parents or being raised by immigrant parents. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there's just general things that they do, pretty funny things that I seem to find humor in. Um, I think that it's like a common, it's just like a common uh belief within like with people who are not from this country you know what I'm saying yeah. they don't really 
know the culture here, you know, whatever culture exists here. Yeah. And, you know, just stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Things. No, no, no. But I like that because it's the same. I feel like it's the same for me. Mm -hmm. um, like the culture here and then the culture my mom brought with her is completely different. And once I realized that, I was just like, girl, what the fuck are we doing out here? We're not in DR. Like, you can't do certain things. Yeah. Like, for me, it was very weird because I was already kind of accustomed to being, you know, to having, like, this American lifestyle and living the American culture, yeah. the Ameri Dominican-American culture, because it is very different. So, five lies our immigrant parents tell us, and they actually believe themselves. So, can I start, or do you want to go first? You go, because we might have... The same thing? Well, my mother didn't know English, and I was, well, when I was younger, and I was in charge of paying all the bills for her, writing out all her money orders, and translating everything, you know, where we went, doctor's appointments, I had to translate everything, I had to explain, like, it was a back and forth, I would get so fucking pissed about that. So, I had to memorize a lot of her personal information, and one thing she would always tell me when we were filling out applications for anything, she would say, um... That her birth year was wrong. Yeah. And I'm just like, how can your birth year, when were you born? And then she would never tell me. So that's even scarier. <laughs> but um, I don't know if it's a Dominican thing, but all to all the domies out there have the same shit to say. That the, the both the month and the day are right, but the year is wrong. Yeah. And I actually asked Shane, who's production today and he's checking out all the cameras as he <laughs> runs away and he said that he had a Dominican cop friend who was I would say like his age who would say the same thing and I'm just like yeah that nigga migrated over here right because American Dominicans are not out here talking about oh 2013 is your date well actually I was born 2016 <laughs> 2013 is the wrong year but um, so on her green card and on her birth certificate it said you know, her date of, her year of birth. Yeah. But she she said it was wrong. So I'm just like, how is that wrong? Yeah. I don't understand. I remember we were filling out an application. I think we were like in the welfare office or some shit. And the caseworker's like verifying her stuff. She verifies her social. When it comes to the date of birth, I start cringing because I immediately know she's going to be like, there's going to be a problem because she would always get very upset. So my mom was like, oh, she said, is this your date of birth? So my mom tells me in Spanish, is not the right year. <laughs> so I would look at this lady and I'll go, my mom says that it's not the right year. And the fucking caseworker just looked at me and laughed. So my mom got even more mad. Why is she laughing? She doesn't believe me. And the caseworker's like, no, I don't fucking believe her. Like she, <laughs> like she was like, no, no, mentirosa. Like to my mother, like she was lying. And I was like, I don't want to be in the middle of this fight. But she said that it was the wrong year. I'm like, yo, you're about to not get food stamps because you're fighting with the caseworker. <laughs> like, it's your year of birth. Leave it as it is. So I don't know what that is. Why do you think she was so... Or was she adamant to, like, let her know that's not... Well, at first she was. And then when she realized, like, I think we got nowhere because it was really like I was in the middle and my mom would... She would keep repeating it again because she was like, if she doesn't confirm this, then you guys gotta go there's something yeah. wrong there's a discrepancy in the, in the paperwork so my mom finally said oh yeah yeah it's right I'm just like you know for five minutes you've been telling me to tell this lady <laughs> that it's wrong so now it's right and the awesome. fucking caseworker was just like okay girl I mean God. yes <laughs> <laughs> sir <laughs> identifies he him 
for the record. Oh my god. He, him, guy, man, alpha. Mr. 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 Alpha. Well, anyway, I mean, my mom kept asking me, she doesn't believe me. No, bitch, she doesn't. Who gonna believe you? Other than yourself, that sounds preposterous. She doesn't believe you. Leave it alone. Has your Have your parents ever, or lied, anybody you know? Lied about their age. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know if they're lying, because she oh. she was really adamant that, that it was wrong. So I don't know. Well, every immigrant has, like, discrepancies with their birthdays. I mentioned my dad. Yeah. I have a stepfather. Oh, boy. Growing up. Right, because he was around since I was a kid. Growing up, I always remember his birthday was in November 24th, right? Sometimes it landed on a Thanksgiving because it was a Thursday. Oh, shit, I think I remember right? that. You might have been around it during those times. And, yeah, and then maybe a decade or two passes, <laughs> and uh, now his birthday is March 1st. Get the <laughs> yeah. fuck oh, out of okay. here. <laughs> This nigga became a Pisces overnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from a Sag to a Pisces. No. And yeah, so I don't even know what that was about, but he he was like tired of living a lie. And now that and now I I mentioned it to my niece, so she can she asked him about it, and he claimed that that never happened. So what? <laughs> I'm not gonna get into them gaslighting. And she oh, wasn't I can't around, so I don't know. Well, guess what? I was around. <laughs> I know the truth. That's so wild. I think everyone, my dad always kept the same date of birth. He didn't change, but I told you his story is shady as fuck. Like, I really don't know what his citizenship was. I have no idea. He could have been Puerto Rican. He could have been Floridian. Oh, so you don't even know if you're like full Dominican. Well, no, I know I'm full Dominican because. Growing up, my mom and my dad would both say, well, you know, your mom is Dominican, I'm Dominican. But federally, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, genetically. Genetically. I don't know. I'm I mean, yellow. Even genetically. I'm yellow. And people don't think I'm Dominican, so maybe I'm mixed with something else. I don't know. Can you believe? Can you imagine if I do like a 23 and me some fake bullshit and I come up to be like... Arabic or some crazy shit like just different or like Asian. Yeah, you got like a Filipino face. Filipino. <laughs> well, my yo maybe. Damn, this whole time. You look like Manny Pacquiao. Right? Yo, I fight like Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fast like Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> I can't send you. Well, okay. So number two, mm-hmm. I guess lie. Number two. My mother once told me that my cousin... Oh, you... Oh, no, sorry. No, go ahead. What? I was like, you want to, like, take turns? Oh, do you want to... So, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, my Uh-oh. list... I wrote... These are facts only immigrants believe. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be good. Number one... I'm going to start from the bottom. Number one... You can be arrested for anything. Oh, yes. Right? And what I mean by that is any little trouble you win. Yep. I don't know what the fear is. It could be not going to school. The police is coming. <laughs> yeah. 
calling out of work. The police, the police is coming to arrest you. You didn't go to the trabajo today. Fucking, yeah. like, I don't know, littering. Yeah. Don't ever spit outside and not step on it. Yeah. Or just even questioning a police officer. Yeah. You have to know, shit out just, your mouth. I feel like there's just a big fear. Yeah. With, with immigrants and like just getting in trouble. Like tr- the word trouble. Yeah. Well, like, I, mean, I don't even know what that is. Like, you got to think about it. They're immigrants. They, they honestly, they don't know. They're not educated enough on their rights as immigrants. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of immigrants are afraid of government, police. So they they figure if we're quiet, we work, we do what we have to do, stay out of trouble. Then we don't get deported. We don't get sent back. But they don't know the rules they have or the laws that they have as immigrants. And I don't know whose fault that is. I don't, I don't think it's their fault. I think it should be somebody at the fucking border or INS saying okay these are your list of rules in like every language because you know many people migrate here these are your list of rules this is what you shouldn't fear you know just a sense of you guys are here because you wanted a safe space but instead they're mm-hmm. very fearful mm-hmm. they're kind of I don't know it's weird but I would um, and this might sound insensitive but I would put the responsibility on the person coming here like you to should know. know where you're going and, I can see that you know? too yeah. I, don't, I just believe in that, like independent thinking and not depending on someone to tell you. No, I agree with that because I wouldn't go to Especially. South Carolina and think I won't get lynched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. You're right. Or I wouldn't go to like the outskirts of Georgia and think exactly. that I won't get stoned or something. You can. But maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but Atlanta is the safest place for black and brown people. You think so? I think so. Charlotte too. Well, I mean, if we're talking about Charlotte Georgia. Charlotte the, the little Atlanta, they say, supposedly. Somebody said it. Well, I, I mean, you're from there. I believe it. Yeah. You're safe. Well, I'm not from there. But you're okay. Fine. I um, frequent there. <laughs> My man. <laughs> you live there. I am you the frequent. son of an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> I am a nomad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to tell you my lie. Is that okay? Or Mm -hmm. do you want to? Okay. So my mother once told me that my cousin and Dominican name coming in three, two, one. Belkis. With an S. But I told you. Fucking add an S to everything. Everything is plural to them. (laughs) That's why they always party and shit in abundance, these Dominicans. Because everything is like more than it should be. Um, So... Getting pregnant for my cousin was a mistake, and the reason, the way she got pregnant was because she was grinding on a boy. She said this. Yeah, my mom told me. Oh yeah, mom. That she was grinding on a boy. Thank you, because that's that was the that was was coming, and she was dead ass when she told me that. I asked her, were they naked? She said, no, you don't have to be naked to get pregnant. Yo, do you know how fucking confusing that was to me? (laughs) Anything I touched, I was like, fuck, I might be pregnant. (laughs) I was like 11 years old. Not even menstruating yet, trigger warning. And I was like, fuck, I might be pregnant. Like, I did the split. Oh my God, I might be pregnant. Like, it was terrible. My life was anxiety filled. <laughs> yeah. So, I think she was just telling that to scare me because, you know, she didn't want me to be a fast ass, which ended up happening anyway because she was lying to me. Think about it. Right. So, if had she been honest, I would have been, I would have respected her more. Oh, you thought like if you took the clothes off, then you won't get pregnant. Right. I was just like, yo, I'm again. Uh, I want to get freaky with you. <laughs> clothes off is the way to go. Right. Oh, if anybody's listening, 
These are fake facts. (laughs) That's why this segment is called lies our immigrant parents told us and they actually believed it themselves not that we believe it so please don't believe it okay just educational purposes here so um she even told me that damn she even told me if somebody nutted on the toilet by mistake and didn't clean it and i went to go pee after them that i would get pregnant i i promise you i swear i put that on my children so I was freaked out. We would never sit on toilets, public toilets, of course, because you're gross. What if, what if, like, that's how you were conceived? But that's what I'm in saying. Biologically, <laughs> like, <laughs> in her mind, yeah. It's but like, biologically, all my children came from the toilet. All my children <laughs> were born. That's why we're pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's why her fucking kids came up. <laughs> Listen, I mean, public bathrooms we're not going to sit in because they're gross as females. Because, guys, you guys are chilling. I don't sit in there. They're disgusting. But, like, even when we went to her friend's house who were single, they had children as well, I wouldn't sit on the toilet. I was anxiety-filled. I wouldn't sit on the toilet because I'm like, I don't know if anybody's on this toilet. What if I get pregnant? Like, I, as a nine-year-old, I shouldn't be thinking about that. But she would say that all the time. She was like, yeah, Belki's Caprena, because she said she was doing freaky freaky as I was freaky freaky. And then she explained to me in Spanish. And I was like, so she was just grinding on a boy, like with clothes on. Bitch had overalls on. <laughs> in like 100 degree weather in Dominican Republic. She was more hot than anything. Like she got pregnant by fucking osmosis. I don't understand. But yeah, like I said, my life, pins and needles, walking on eggshells, anxiety filled. You go ahead, because now I'm traumatized. Uh, my next, I don't know if this is a fact, but I wrote hoarding is a hobby. Oof. So I feel like my my mom and mo- people that I know, like usually right immigrant family, they like to just collect things. Yeah, <laughs> like, I agree they, with you. <laughs> yeah, anything. It could be just figurines, cans. Cans. Apocalypse is coming always. They clothes filled that with don't cans. fit anymore. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what else? All types of blankets and yeah. <laughs> baby blankets. I get, but I think there should be like one to two minimum. Yeah, because there's never space in an immigrant home. Never. Everything's always, always cluttered, crowded. Yeah, there's nowhere to put anything away. No, they always had a fucking china. Yeah. A china. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and you couldn't even, but you couldn't touch it. So that's hoarding within itself because you couldn't touch it. You can use it. You can drink out of it. Yeah, just collecting. Just stuff. collecting shit. Just, I don't know why. I, don't, I never understood that one. You know, I don't want to give it too much credit because I think hoarding, hoarding is definitely an illness. I do believe that, mm-hmm. but I think it's because they're immigrants, so they left everything behind to come to this new place. So they kind of hold on to shit that means stuff to them because yeah. they're like, okay, we will never do that again. Mm-hmm. I think. Like picking up and leaving everything you known for years, especially like your mom. Your mom came when she was 16. Yeah. So all her childhood life and her teenage years, she came as a young woman. Yeah. Like you leave everything behind, your friends, the clothes that you like. Like, yo, niggas are like, pack up, pack up, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like a fucking military. <laughs> move, 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 disperse, disperse. And she's just like, <laughs> she just bounced. So now she wants everything as a keepsake. Yeah. Again, I don't want to give that too much credit because hoarding is definitely a problem. But I just find it I just find it funny that Yeah, you go to a house 
It's usually immigrants' house. There's paintings all over. Yeah. I call this hoarding because I'm the very like minimalist type of person. Right. No, but you're right. There's paintings up on the wall. Who drew that? This famous artist. Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> what town in DR Julio. you found him at? Julio. Julio. Ahí, en Boca Chica. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah. I agree. Okay, so another dare I say lie that has been brought to us by my husband who's production somewhere out there in the abyss poor guy he's like sweating up a storm like we are um so let's see one lie is like it's religious in nature that's why i say you know dare i say because people get very touchy mm -hmm. with religion you know me if you guys listening you guys if you listen to me enough you know me i think everything's a joke because if I take life too seriously, then I'll be fucking depressed the whole time. Yeah. So religion is one of those jokes. <laughs> That's a perfect segue. Um, and something that our immigrant parents and citizens alike, I believe, they scare us with God, mm -hmm. right? So the whole time, I was always told that God will punish me. So Shane has a similar story. Like, if you were bad, if you did something wrong, if you lied, God is going to punish you. Mm -hmm. If you just plain old bad little motherfuckers... God is going to punish you. So it got me. I believed it for quite some time. I'm not going to lie. And it worked until I realized that when I did something wrong, that it was my mom who was the one fucking me up and not God. <laughs> she was just like, because when you think about it, it's like this big entity, this big being who's going to come down and like strike me. And I'm just like, first of all, now that I'm a grown ass woman, why would I want to fear God? Like to me, that doesn't make sense. Why would I fear God? Somebody who's supposed to love me and... That, but that's that's for another podcast but mm. i think it's dumb there's absolutely no way i'm gonna fear this person it's like fearing my dad and i don't i don't fear my dad i think mm. my dad is gonna protect me but whatever um <laughs> whatever so <clears throat> i used to say like yo i lost respect for you my g to god like you let this bitch fuck me up and you didn't even come down and show face she's doing the dirty work for you i was like nah i'm never being good again <laughs> like i literally told her, i'm never being good i'm gonna be so bad <laughs> and, and i was just like running around being bad because i was just like yeah jesus send jesus out go ahead send my brother <laughs> let me see what he gonna do to me because nobody ever came except yeah. for my mother so i don't know if you felt the same way but um all jokes aside history teaches us that fear tactics work yeah. right and i think that um with the masses religion and was the best crowd control like mm -hmm. Everybody had their own little separate hubs, little separate religions, and everybody's like, God-fearing, we're going to be good, we're going to do the right stuff, because if not, then we're going to die. <sighs> but <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I dead-ass love being Catholic, but not for the reasons that everyone thinks. I just love being Catholic because we're the most crooked motherfuckers out there. Yeah. Think about it. If the Bronx was a religion, it would be Catholicism. And that's me. We get away with everything. We hide everything. We get sent to camps to fix ourselves. We take money from the masses and don't know where it is, but nobody asks us not one thing. They're the most crooked motherfuckers. However, our parents used fear for us to act right. And they just, and I'm sure that that's what they were taught. I'm sure like their parents taught them, you got to be fearful because if not, like, you know, God is going to punish you if you don't behave mm -hmm. so it's something that's passed along so i believe that it is a lie that they wholeheartedly believe because that's what they were taught and then they tried to teach us yeah. i know and that's my spiel about that i mean i didn't grow up with religion i, I grew up very i think as far as immigrant children are, or immigrant parents i feel like i have the most 
in, in reference to like people I know, mm -hmm. I have the most unique upbringing. Like, cause I'm very uncultured in my culture, yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> where my parents come from. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, they never, like, my mom never really taught me. She didn't say, "Yo, we have to wake up early to make pupusas tomorrow morning." Yeah, none of it that. Was like, it you, was like, yeah. But it was just, yeah, no religion. Oh, no religion. Lucky no you. History lessons. Lucky you. Lucky me. <laughs> but, but that's good. Do you feel like yeah. that's lacking from you? Like you wish you had some of it just to experience it and you make the decision whether you want it or not, whether it's like religion or culture? The culture, yeah. Yeah. The culture, I wish I would have known because I feel like, right, again, like being an immigrant from immigrants, right, it's like, it's almost like you, or being a first generation, yeah. right, from immigrants. It's like not, you're responsible for... I guess setting a standard or yeah. or, or learning the American culture. Yeah. I think that's really. I know that's what my mom wanted. She she you know she. I don't even speak fluent Spanish because she. I remember her telling me that she wanted her kids to learn English no, huh. first because I guess because when she came in she didn't know English oh. and she knew how hard it, difficult it was. I guess to just fucking live in a city that no one understands you you know so damn that's I think crazy she took a priority to make sure that her you live the american way because it's that's your life the american life yeah what she thought was an american yeah. life well you know what's interesting about that um is that for me it was different my mom made sure that i learned spanish and i knew so much spanish that i had to take an esl class i was literally in english as a second language can you believe it? And then, and I mean, amongst other things that I think I've spoken about before, Especially because mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> but I used to speak too fast. Dominicans just talk very fast. Yeah. So English and Spanish, I sounded like fucking Eminem rapping <laughs> rap God. So I had to take speech therapy classes to slow down my voice and pause at the periods. Like, it was crazy. Do you remember how you used to speak? Can you, like, imitate how you used to speak? Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. You'd be like, Mom, you're doing what? My mom would be like, what? And she'd be like, and she would understand me. But then when I went to school, school was like, no. I was like, ah, somebody go down. I was Eminem. I was. It was. I was Busta Rhyme. I was Twister. I was all of them niggas in one. And I thought it was normal. And then one of my teachers was like, no, you're going too fast. I would read. They would tell me to read aloud. Oh, no. I was... It was terrible. Humpty Dummy fell on the wall. Humpty Dummy had a great fall. Humpty Dummy, oh my God, he just fell. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And everybody's was like, what? And I'm just like, what? What am I doing wrong? So I had to learn. And that's why... That's when I initially started well that's when the complex of my voice and listening to myself started because in like the speech therapy classes i would have to read pause whatever for like 20 minutes then i would have to listen to myself on a recording in front of like a speech therapist and then she would ask me what do you think you did wrong and i'm like speak i just want to be mute that's what i did wrong i i i can speak and it was just a very terrifying situation because i hated it um, but she made sure that we knew Spanish and I am grateful for that because I do like being bilingual and not a lot of people know that I am. And I remember when like, 
I mean, I sound like this all the time, and I had this one friend. She used to tell me all the time. She's like, you can't be Dominican. Your your English is perfect. I was like, why? Because I don't talk like this? Because I don't have an accent? That's not my fault. And I I, I just don't have an accent. And people don't believe that I'm any type of Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Dominicans, I have this patient of mine. We call each other cousins because that's whatever. She's way older than me, but whatever. She's cute. And I remember when I first met her, she had a heavy accent, and I said in English, I said, are you Dominican? She goes, yeah, how did you know? And I said, in Spanish, your accent. She said, oh, you know Spanish? I'm like, oh, my God, can you help me? Can you tell the doctor? I'm this hurts and that hurts and this hurts and that hurts. Oh, my God, can you tell me in Spanish? Can you tell me in English? Should I have an MRI and I have this? And I'm just like, okay. She only spoke Spanish. She only spoke Spanish, but she was trying with her English. I don't know. So it's crazy that your mom was just like, "Nope, you're only gonna learn English because yeah. it's a hard, it's a hard world out here." It blames me for not knowing Spanish. Hey, don't you love that? I hate it. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> and my daughter blames me for not teaching her Spanish. And every time I try to teach, she's like, "No, forget it. No." I'm like, "But." And I said, um, "My mom didn't even teach me. So oh. How am I supposed to teach you?" <laughs> <laughs> she's not having it. All right. Mm. Let's see. Do you have any more to yes. add? Yes. And this might be just specific to my, my mom. To your family? Oh. But I wrote, right? A fact only immigrants believe. If it has a veggie or fruit, it's healthy. Quote, unquote. <laughs> 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 so what I mean by that is, uh, I think like the food in this country is garbage. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially processed foods. And... That's kind of like a lot of what we had growing up. Yeah. Like things just in a box or a can. Let's not forget your rap name was Big Mac. Big Mac on, on the, the track. Because I used to eat a lot of Big Macs. Big Macs. Nothing wrong with that. But, yeah. You live and you learn. But at home, I had a can of corn. <laughs> I guess that was healthy. Yeah. Um. What else? What else comes in a can? Peaches. Beets. Beets, beets, peas, something. Well, that was for more like. No, I did eat beets and corn and salad. I yeah. remember this. They used to come in a can because my mom used to do it all the time. Lettuce in a bag. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just anything. They frozen veggies. It just if it's a vegetable or fruit on it, in it, on the you're, picture, it's healthy. It's a healthy food. Meanwhile, you're like super diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overweight. <laughs> and they're like, well, you shouldn't have things that are processed in the can. They're like, and your parents are like, no, this is great for you. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I don't think, I never, and when I think about other people, I don't really, like, I've been to other people's homes and, you know, their parents cook actual meals. But yeah. like, it was always just like rice and meat. Yeah. Never like any salads or vegetables Maybe or any fresh salad, stuff. But I just think just lettuce. Oh. But it's like, okay, what else do we have? <laughs> like, what? Damn. Where's the veggies? And, you know, I don't know. That's interesting because for me, it was different. You know, my mom used to make, my mom used to go to the Vivero and get fresh meat every, because yeah. she didn't trust the chicken in the supermarket. Mm-hmm. And when we would go to DR, we had, we had like a farm. So we had fresh meat every day. We had fresh fruits. We had fresh, we had avocado tree. We had mango tree. We had lemon tree. We had guava tree. So we would literally go up to the roof and we would just eat. Yeah. Like savages, like yeah. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> we were eating all the fruits. <laughs> and then my grandma would cook, and it was like the healthiest. And then when I would come back home, I would get sick. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. I would start eating like the food here, and yeah. I'll like be throwing up. I have like the stomach, like a stomach virus. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't it? Damn. 
Well, a big lie that has been passed down, or like I guess something that a fact that they believe that our immigrant parents believe, although I don't believe it at all, and I'm sure I don't think you do too, um, or either, is that um, mental health is like not a real thing, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be like very light and very fun, mm-hmm. right? A fun conversation. But I wanted to men- mention mental health because I still believe that my mother believes that mental health isn't a real thing, and I say this because, and I say I believe because I don't communicate with her because I don't want to. That's my preference. I have boundaries. But her, along with her friends, would tell us that we call mental health issues, like what we call mental health issues, isn't mental health issues because it doesn't exist in our family. And these people or like our family are choosing to be crazy. Like it's a choice. Mm So it's like, what's mental health? They just want to be crazy. Oh, you're tan loco. And I I think I've heard like your mom say that too. Oh, you're tan loca. Right? So it's just like, they literally label it as as crazy instead of accepting the science behind mental health. And they choose to label it something that I think is quite derogatory. Because I think it's not nice to call people who have real issues. Oh, you're crazy. That can trigger them. That can make them even more mad. That can make, that can deter them from getting any type of help. Because they're already labeled as something. Do you think that's just an immigrant thing or is it just like an ignorant thing? I think it's a little bit of both because we have, when I would go to Dominican Republic, there would be people out there who were like homeless and clearly there was something wrong. So it's not like it's it's hidden. Right, right. And and like my grandmother would say, no, 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 he's the loco. He's the loco from the block. All you need to do is give him a little bit of food and that's it. It's just like, well, I think he's more than hungry. He really needs help with something, but... No, he was just the lunatic from the block. No, but that that is a thing within. I know at least with the Hispanic community because I have my friend. She's she's a she's goes to school for psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she has in her family, you know, people with mental health mm-hmm. disorders, <clears throat> and she's very passionate about. Um, how kind of what you said like it is disregarded yeah within the that community hispanic you know she was referenced more the hispanic community but i'm sure right. it exists in Everywhere. other immigrants you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it, it's almost like it's like a stigma almost right like it's taboo it's, it's you can't or taboo you can't talk about it because yeah. it doesn't exist so don't talk about it exactly yeah and then to me it's really just the fear of the unknown right people just fear what they don't understand so yeah. they just try to disregard it or not even right they try to act like it like you said it don't exist and, and yeah that's why I <laughs> that's corny but I'll never forget I found pills in someone's drawer and I won't mention whose drawer I found mm. them in and I told my mom I'm like oh look at this and she goes oh those are acid reflux pills and I said mm. no they're not with my trusty pharmacology knowledge I said no they're not they're for anxiety and she almost ripped my head off she was like no you're the one that's crazy like it was me like I did something wrong. She was like, no, you're the one that's crazy. How dare you label anybody crazy? You're the one that's insane. Get out of my house. You've always been crazy. And I'm just like, bitch, I'm just telling you what these people are. I'm not blaming them. Like, literally saying anxiety. And that's small. That's on the smallest spectrum, just having anxiety. I feel like we all have anxiety. The day we're born, we have anxiety. But just that alone drove her off the wall. She wasn't having anxiety talk. I don't know. Um, and I feel like... We go through it every day. Everybody, I've, well, now that New York has turned into like Gotham City, and I'm sure you've experienced it the short amount of time that you've been here. I don't know if you've been, mm. but like even taking the train, going to work, 
The amount of people who are out here with mental health issues, attacking others, sleeping on like the train platforms, like breaking on people, it's intense. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Oh, yes. So I don't know, what do you think, Maximus Prime? Um next. Yeah. Well you can go to the next one if you don't have anything to say about mental, mental health. It's real guys. It's not pretend, it's not. Um yeah, I just think it takes like knowledge. That's all. Like mm. not awareness and, and creating that awareness. Um, but I think it, you know it's becoming a, a trending topic, topic. Of discussion. Yeah. Just in general, so that's always a good thing. Because I think they can't hide it anymore. I, from what I read back in the day, they used to have like these psych wards that they would throw, literally drive around in vans, grab people throw them in these psych wards here in New York and you would never hear from them again. And they were like, give them pills, experiment on them. And we never knew what happened to them until people realized like, well, we think this is a little unethical. (laughs) And then, you know, rules. But that's how, that's how ignorant we've been. Like even here in the U.S., like can we even blame immigrants for it? Because even here in the U.S., people were driving around picking up these people who looked like they had Mm -hmm. an issue and just... I don't know. That's sad. All right. Go ahead. What do you have next? Do you have another fact? So my last one, and I'm kind of like very passionate about this because it's something I still argue about with people, especially my mom. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote a fact only immigrants believe. School teaches you everything. Okay. Yeah. So... My mom believes that school was supposed to teach me my manners. Yeah, no. Um, That's why you're rude now. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, (laughs) manners, what else? Right? Because every time I rude, you're you're rude. Oh, this is what you learn in school? This is what they teach you in school? No, mom. No. They don't teach me anything (laughs) about that in school. Um, What else? She just didn't, right? Like, how to save money or how to even make money and they'll teach you that in school um just everything she thinks the school i feel like immigrants think school is supposed to like teach you how to be an american life or how to live life not especially not in this country school is just school so i'm against school (laughs) oh yeah no 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 you are against against school the structure of the education system in this country like you know so when when she when she tells me these things it's very triggering because it's like no i was very i did very well in school in the beginning until i realized that all the things you think i'm learning i'm not learning it's here. like bullshit yeah. Like, yeah so right. maybe this isn't the place for me to be learning things huh. but um yeah School does not teach you everything, and I want to make that very clear, especially not in this country. You don't even get accurate history. You don't That's get the sure. information you need to actually survive in this country. You don't get the knowledge of what this country really is as yeah. far as capitalism and how to go about yeah. um, operating within that realm, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it is a process, and it's, it's almost like a different language. Right, and we don't learn those things, right? Like you said, when immigrants come here, it's not like there's a lesson of how to be a capitalist. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say it's kind of you're responsible to learn that 
if you're gonna go to another place you know what i'm saying so um yeah and that's my thing that's like the one thing i'm super passionate about because i feel like the school system here is not it's not the, the greatest best the benefit of its citizens i think okay that's just me and anybody want to debate that we could go for it you know what? I'm not gonna debate that. For, for me, I mean, my mom was the same way. School, school, school. So I did go to school for a very, very long time. You used to make fun of me for it all the time because you were like, I was in school forever. Yes. But unfortunately, the stuff that I needed to learn took time. Yeah, but you had a goal. Right, exactly. Um, but I will tell you, a lot of the things I learned didn't necessarily come from school, they came from experience, from life. So I see where you're going with the whole school thing. Um, is it necessary while kids are growing up? I think so. High school, I think it's important because, and not even for like the teaching aspect, if I'm honest with you, I think it's important because that's when like adolescent kids start to flourish and start to figure out what they want to do in life. Um, but I'm at a point in life where I'm just like, well, college may be necessary for the people who think or for the kids these adult young adults who think it's necessary but it's not necessarily something that i'm just like well if you never go to college you're never gonna make it because that's what i was that's how it was presented to me if you don't go to college you don't follow this route you're never gonna make it in life if you don't have a bachelor's degree you don't have a master's you're never gonna make it in life but i don't think that's true so i'm i'm definitely with you when it comes to school not teaching you everything do i think school is necessary certain aspects Yes, I do. No, it's, it's necessary. It's just, I think my bigger point is that we people, um, immigrants, like I said, like it's like it's almost you depend on a system to take care of you. Yeah. When this is not really doesn't work like that here. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people are um, ignorant to that or just unaware. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm not gonna say it's their fault completely, but it's you know what I'm saying. But if you don't ask or you don't look for answers or try to get correct information, you're just gonna keep believing whatever it is you believe. Right. So I feel like, as far as things of like, right manners or uh, self-discipline, disciplining, right, waking up, fixing your bed, yeah. brushing your teeth twice a day, like I don't, they don't teach you that in school. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's. That's learned at home. To fucking teach you that, <laughs> like you learned that at um, home. Yeah, like just how to be a good morals and values and traditions and you know like real important things that matter to society, not just like school is. We're gonna learn how to read, write, yeah. do math, the educational stuff. But when it comes yeah, to like, yeah, I, I see that. I see that history they want to teach you. You know, and then eventually you get to a, a certain age where it's either you're gonna pursue some type of career. Right, you go to college. You know, I'm not against elementary school, middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You need that. Whatever. I don't know. No, I get it. it. <laughs> You're gonna go back and forth with like your own yeah. beliefs right now. I'm always gonna <laughs> be in conflict with that. I'm a high school dropout, guys. Oh. In case you haven't noticed, <laughs> you ever realized that? <laughs> All right. Well, this is my last one. I promise. Okay. So one lie that we were told by our parents or that they believe to be fact themselves came from my father 
you know, and I appreciate this one because it kept me from cleaning and doing a lot of shit. So trigger warning, just in case, is about women's menstruation. So don't say I didn't warn you. But he wouldn't allow me to touch any cleaning supplies, especially Clorox, when it was that time of the month because he said it would make me extremely sick. He used to be like, nope, you're not cleaning anything. You're not lifting anything. You're barely going to school. Yeah. I was like, all right, pops, whatever you say. Yeah. Because of. He said, because it's like, it takes a toll. It takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on you and you don't clean anything. I'm like, okay. He would like, short from throwing away all the cleaning supplies and then repurchasing them when the time was over, he wouldn't let me do any of that. And at first I was like, yo, this guy's nuts. <laughs> because on the other hand, my mother would make me clean the whole house. So I don't know who wanted to see me extremely sick because she would make me clean the whole house with like extra cleaning supplies. And I'm just like, yo, I don't know. I think this lady wants to see me dead. <laughs> it feels like a setup. Have you heard anybody else having this? Um, I've heard a lot of Dominican girls say that, but typically it's coming from their dads. Is that weird? I know. Like, my mom never, but my dad would always be like, nope, you can't do these things. So Clorox and period black. Yeah, he said it would make you very sick. He actually told my mother off when she asked me to clean the bathroom, and he found out. We should get, like, <laughs> like a sample of period yeah. blood. Yeah. Just and put, like, Clorox and put it under the microscope, see if that shit blows up. <laughs> yeah, like right? the umbrella, or like the umbrella. Period Yo, monster. Resident Evil. <laughs> Fucking Resident Evil. Carrie. Yo. Yo, Resident Evil. I don't know. That was my father. I don't know if it was a lie or not. I haven't really looked it up. I haven't tried to prove it or disprove it because I just like the fact that I was just chilling. No, I, I really like the fact that we're, I was just chilling. <laughs> you know, like I was a teenager. He was like, sit your little teenage butt down. Don't move. Don't touch anything. Don't mop. And then he would go and buy me like, different size pads because he didn't know he was like whichever I have all of these for you I don't know if he bought them or stole them I'm not sure I love you dad <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled with it Who? what fucking kid wants to clean up not me so I rolled with it I was like alright dad whatever you say yeah. yes daddy I won't do that ever again and then I would go home and mom was like limpia limpia I'm like well my dad said and then God put you know the wrath in her and she would fuck me up you see what I'm saying it all comes full circle Circle. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. That's all I have. That's it. Well, all those were the lies that we were told. I mean, I'm sure there's more, right? Of course there's more. And you guys should like DM me. DM me, yeah. email me, let me know of the absurd facts. I know one that might be triggering, but I don't really want to say it. Really? Ooh, let's test the waters. Were well, they against like, homosexuality yeah that's definitely like i remember i do remember growing up saying like thinking if but the same thing with religion like if you like girls or you like boys yeah. god is gonna punish you like to a point where it's like almost death like death is imminent or almost the same thing as mental health yeah right? like, like you just, don't talk about it yeah you gotta go to sent to like a religious camp to get Stay scared straight in that closet scared straight with jesus yeah. <laughs> 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 because for some reason Jesus and God fix everything. They sent you away to a camp. They're like, you'll be fine. Then you come back. You're like, I am no longer. I no longer have these feelings. And you're just like that guy. I have been delivered. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay no more. I'm not gay no more. 
She's like, yo, be who you want to be. Yeah. Fuck this. Whatever. See, that doesn't ruffle any feathers. Yeah. It's all right. Hi, Mahente. I think it's time we take a little break and listen to one of my sponsors. We'll take advantage and wet our whistles at the same time, so we will be right back. Mi familia, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Link is in the description. And make sure you click that notification bell so you don't miss out on any content. I know you love to hear me setting the scene, but now you can watch me set the scene. And don't forget to tune into the audio version of the It's Me Shell podcast, wherever you stream your podcasts and click that follow button so you always know when an episode is about to drop. All right, mi familia, let's go. So thank you for tuning in to that short little break. It is greatly appreciated. And if you didn't know by now, we have Marks with us today, the father of our beautiful children. And we're going to switch it up a bit. Okay, so we're talking about being children of immigrants and just immigrants in general, because that's, you know, that, that was our parents. They're immigrants or they were because I believe my, well, my mom is a citizen. I don't know if your mom... Citizen. Yeah. Okay. So we they're now citizens of the U.S. But just um, so you know, Marky Marks, you mm. mentioned something a couple of days ago when we were celebrating the girl's birthday, and I think I think it still goes along with like the immigrant talk. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna talk about it. I actually have a little segment going on. We're gonna talk about you loving Drake. <laughs> because I think I think you love him. I really do think that's a thing. I mean, he has dual citizenship, but it goes along with the immigrant talk because yeah. he's an he's an immigrant. <laughs> Is that terrible? No. Am I? No, that's he's, factual, right? He's the greatest immigrant on earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do you remember the episode of The Office when um, Roy tells Pam, "Your art is the best yeah. art." In <laughs> He's an immigrant of all the immigrants, the best immigrants out of all the immigrants. But I'm going to be ignorant. Okay, so I'm just saying little dude is an immigrant. Drake, if, you, if you're watching, if you're listening to this, much love. Much love. Bless up. Because he swears he's also Jamaican. Bless up. Bless up. Badman ting. Badman tings. Gal thing. Yeah. No, what was it? He said, duck to you. That is your boy. So I'm making this segment. Drum roll, please. This is the Interpret Those Lyrics. Let's get a hand clap. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> we are interpreting the lyrics. Okay, so we chose music lyrics and all... Well, Okay, so the whole segment is that we choose music lyrics and we try to interpret what the artist was actually trying to say in these lyrics. And they can be from any type of music. They can be rap, drill, R&B, dembo, reggaeton, anything. We don't discriminate over here. And just so y'all know, this segment came about because I had our immigrant, you know, our immigrant parents in mind. And, you know, just them listening to American music or Americanized music or just music here in the G in the U.S., Gen you know, just generalized, and I immediately pondered, hmm, how do they understand what the music means or what these artists are saying? And who better to interpret or explain what these artists are saying or trying to convey than us, yeah. you and I? We're the best. So I used to do this when I was younger, too. By the way, I mentioned earlier, my mom would ask me, ¿Qué lo que están cantando ahí? And I would just explain what the songs you're trying to say. So the rules are simple. We each pick three pieces to interpret. We read the lyrics and then we explain to the people what they mean. We can, 
alternate if you want. Mm-hmm. If you want, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I happen to pick your first one, though. All right. So, sorry. Well, at least your first artist. And you already know it's going to be Drake because mm-hmm. that's the love of your life. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't, I didn't pick any Drake songs. <laughs> Damn. Well, this is your man, so you're going to have to do him well, some maybe, justice. Maybe I'll improvise. I like that. You're going to have to. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> one dance. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> Got a Hennessy. Actually, no. Can we? Actually, I can. Well, I think you should. So we're gonna interpret. I want you to interpret his lyrics in the most philosophical way because we have to make sure that our parents understand what they mean. And disclaimer: fair use. These are not our lyrics. We don't claim them to be. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. All right. These are just for educational purposes. All right. So here we go. You were so. I'm gonna start first because you're the guest. I want you to get ready. Yeah. So, my first pick, I chose the one, the only, DMX, R.I.P. Big Dog. And I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you already know what I chose. Yo, you're fucking good at that. Son, I have a puppy and my puppy doesn't even sound like that. <laughs> that sounded menacing. <laughs> well, anyway, the lyrics go a little something like this. <clears throat> You whack, you twisted, your girl's a hoe, you broke, the kid ain't yours, and everybody knows. Your old man says you're stupid. You be like, so? I love my baby mother. I'll never let her go. Yes, let's get like, it's like a fucking poetry jam right here. This is from DMX's playful little album titled dot dot dot. And then there was X. And the lyrics are brought to you by the song or the rap, Party Up, on the album. So my interpretation of this is very simple. He is trying to educate the masses. Wait. On what? Money was a big part of life, especially in the 90s. All right? When we talk about the 90s, you can't not talk about brokenness. Mm -hmm. People were broke back in the 90s. The struggles that young men and women would go through back then and today are real. And when our parents get involved, it gets worse. I mean, our parents called it so much worse. So stupid was just a rated G version. Think about it. But the strength that this person has to stand up against his father and say, I don't care what you say, father. For I love her. I love my baby mother. I never let her go. It's almost like it has a Romeo and Juliet ring to it. Mr. Simmons really grasped the feelings of the community. And he explains how love conquers all. Wow. Thank you, DMX. (laughs) I thought he was talking about a simp. <laughs> what in the buffuckery is going on over here? C- clearly, you didn't understand the lyrics. <laughs> Great. Awesome interpretation. Well, thank you. Tay, what do you have? So, I guess going with the same kind of thing. Yeah. And since I mentioned, like, you know, capitalist okay. country, I think this goes right in. So, this song, I feel is like a, a, a credo to like the capitalists right that you know that that struggles or thrives in this country right and it's by the artist known as Mano <laughs> and the song is called 
I hate her. <laughs> and the lyric, well, it's really probably the hook. Um, it goes, you see me, hustle hard, stack paper, it's all right, y'all haters, it's nothing, we major, you see me, hi hater, hi hater, oh, hi hater, you see me, hi hater. <laughs> <laughs> So my interpretation of this is basically saying, hustle hard, stack paper. We, you know, we, we're gonna grind. We're gonna build our businesses. We're gonna make our money. Right. Right. And with with that usually comes some type of adversities. Right. Right. Some adversaries. People who want to hold you down. Some adversaries. Yeah. Right. People who don't believe in you. Right. People who don't understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you know we just like to call them haters <laughs> in this country. Right. Because we, what better word? Yeah. But it's all right. It's all right that they hate. We don't. You know. We don't hate back. Right? That's a weak emotion. Right. Right? It's not made. We major. That's not major. We the major ones here. We making the bread. Okay. And you see me. So I'm going to say hi. Clearly. Hey. Hi. Because I still live with peace of love. How you doing? And you just a hater. All right, guys? You see me. Hi, hater. How you doing? I love you. (laughs) Dollar dollar bill, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Wow, I think that our parents would be proud to know that there's such a song out there that really (laughs) conveys what we're feeling. I like that, I like that. All right, well, my second pick is coming from Cardi B, the Dominican rap artist, coming from our place of origin, the the Bronx. Yes, baby. The, the, the Bronx. And it goes a little something like, once upon a time... Man, I heard that I was ugly. Came from a bitch who nigga wanna fuck on me. (laughs) Uh, Up is the single from the self-titled album Cardi B, Up. And the explanation is just as simple as DMX's, okay? And it's just as simple as the name of the album. Everyone has something to say when you are the hottest around town. Especially when the young men find you so breathtakingly attractive that their wives are in uproar because they're fascinated with such beauty. Think about it, right? Also, this is a haiku. Haiku. She follows the 575 rule. Oh, yeah. And I'll break it down. Once upon a time, that's five, man, I heard that I was ugly. That's seven came from a bitch who that's five and this is when remember i mentioned dominican names mm-hmm. belcalis cardi b's real name as all poetic names are created in the dominican culture she goes the extra mile and says nigga wanna fuck on me <laughs> okay so it's not exactly a haiku but it's like modern poetry nonetheless what say you marks I love Cardi. I think Cardi is the greatest gift the Bronx has ever received. Um, Amen. Gift that keeps giving. No, I, I love Cardi. Since I've, I knew Cardi or I knew of Cardi, 
since she was Cardi. She right. was Bart, but Cardi. Mm. I was just going to say, they call me Cardi Barty. Barty, yes. Bangin' body. And yes, I think she's very relevant to society. <laughs> culture. The culture. The culture. And I'm just going to always rep from anybody from the Bronx, so fuck it. I wish we could explain to our immigrant parents how ratchetness really is part of and the community. she's a fellow, right? Uh, she is. And she's doing good stuff. Immig- right? Her family are her fa- immigrants. Yeah, I'm her sure. parents are immigrants. Yeah. Somebody All right. knows her. Well, <laughs> go ahead, Marks. Um, you, this is your last one or no? No, I have two more. Okay, go ahead. Well, this next song... Um, I chose this song because I feel like uh, in this country, we're big on love, right? Mm. Even as capitalists and and as people from the struggle, we have um, needs and emotions, right? So I chose the song called Song Cry by the one and only... Hope of the God, Jigga Man, Jay-Z. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I honestly wanted to, like, sing the whole song, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said, you asked me to do the chorus? <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, I'm, I mean, right, and, and coming from the, like, uh, uh, I guess the, sh- the hood, you want to say? Yeah. Right. I like to think of myself as an emotional thug. Okay. Right? I can see that. And we all need to express ourselves. And in these lyrics, it basically goes, I can't see them coming down my eyes, so I got to make this song cry. I can't see them coming down my eyes, so I got to make this song cry. <laughs> Good dude. I know you love me like cooked food, even though a nigga gotta move like a crook move, we was together on the block since free lunch, we should have been together having four seasons brunch, so I gotta make the song cry, I'ma stop there, the the artistry, yeah, because I feel like it pretty just sums it up, yeah, even though we come from a hard place, yeah, I'm still a good dude. Right. And you love me like, who don't love a home cooked meal? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nice and hot and warm. Hot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Authentic. Exactly. Right. Like our immigrants, our immigrant parents cook every but day. Even though I gotta move like a crook move, I'm saying I'm on the go, getting this paper, sticking people up. <laughs> you know, whatever. Gotta get the job done. Right. Your work ethic is impeccable. You still love me. Right. Exactly. Impeccable. We was together on the block. We've been together since elementary free lunch. You remember school lunch? I remember that. Summertime? Always. I didn't have no food in my house. <laughs> but we had free I lunch. I went right up the block. Right to that lunchroom. I hated school, but I loved that lunch. <laughs> <laughs> we should have been together having four seasons brunch. That's the thing. See, I get mad when I think about right. that. Yo, this lunch in the Four Seasons? Why can't I have some Four Seasons I gotta get that. And school is not teaching me how to get that. No. It's full circle. Full circle. There we go. Oh, I like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. Well, 
my last pick, I feel like your pick was great. I don't know if I can top that. So my last pick is one that I think everyone has heard of. It's this new upcoming artist, also from the Boogie Down Bronx. And her parents were, well, at least half of her parents, they weren't necessarily immigrants, but they have immigrant descendants being half Dominican. And all we're, well, okay. Let me think about this. Because I always mess up her name. Okay, because it's like a tongue twister. So her name, we're all we're talking about Ice Spice. Up and coming. And her single, titled Munch. Filling Munch. you. Munch. You remember Detective Munch from SVU? Mm-hmm. Munch. That's the name of the song? That's the name of the song. It's Munch, and then it's Filling You, in parentheses. Mm. And it goes something like this. You thought I was filling you? Nah. That nigga a munch. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga eater. He ate it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a baddie. I get what I want. Like. And that's where I I had to stop because it was overwhelming how much knowledge she was spewing. And this is all about the woke Gen Zers. I can't stare at you when I do this. Recently, your boy Drake has co-signed with her because we all know how much he loves drill music. Drake is Jamaican. He's a drill rapper. He's everything. Canadian, Jewish. He's a conglomerate. Dominican. He looks like a Dominican. He's just an international. He's an an international. He's like Austin Powers. He's the modern day Austin Powers. Exactly. So Ice Spice, whose name hasn't been released yet, speaks of how these hungry Gen Zers obtain what they need by fighting tooth and nail while leaving all the weaklings behind and creating a name for themselves. They are hungry for their future and she gets what she wants and what she ultimately deserves because of her no-nonsense attitude. She is a representation of her community and young women around the world. She deals with men, not boys, who don't have their lives in order. She is bold and tells everyone like it is with no hair on her tongue. That's my interpretation. Ice Spice, what's her name? Ice Spice. Spice. I would like to meet this girl. Sounds like a charm. Thought I was feeling you? (laughs) Actually, it's so funny. I was watching, I was like on TikTok mm-hmm. and I landed on Joe Budden. And you yeah. know how much I enjoy Joe Budden because he's just naturally funny. Like, even mm-hmm. if he's just talking about serious things, mm-hmm. he's just naturally funny. I love Joe. And he loves this song and he raps it yeah. like her. He says, he's like, I love this shit. I'm going to send it to you. He goes, yo, I love this shit. And he was doing an interview and it was like, yo, you feeling this song a little too much. He was like, oh, you thought I was feeling you? The way he says it, he goes, that nigga a munch, nigga. <laughs> He's like, nigga, I eat it, he did it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a baddie, I do what I want. Like, I was like, Joe, tap into that energy. Joe's a, he's a big supporter of LGBT. He likes that. I love Joe. We love Joe. Yeah. Shout out to Joe Budden. Big shout out. <laughs> so, Macho, go ahead. Anything so, to say about Ice Spice or you're good? Ice Spice, I'm not too familiar with her. Okay. I, I've... You. She's actually from Davidson and Broadway. I mean, oh, Davidson and Fordham. Yeah. That's where she grew up. She's like uh, the depth. Yes. She's young, though. Yeah, she's in her early 20s. I don't know her. No, 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 but Drake does. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh, I gotta hit up Drake. Man. You gotta hit up Drake. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I really don't know. Um, she sounds like a sweetie, sweetie pie. She's a cutie. She's absolutely a cutie. She's from the Bronx. Good family. Nice, <laughs> half black, nice. half Dominican. I'm gonna look that up. We should. All right, go ahead. So for my final song, in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month and our topic of the day, I chose um, a song by Bad Money. He has been become one of my favorite artists, to be honest. Okay. I love his music. I'm not too big of a fan of his antics, but you know, I respect it. You know, he is yeah. who he is, so I'm going to accept him right. for what it is. But the song I chose is um, <laughs> Titi Me Pregunto. Oh. And I'm not fluent Spanish, but I'm going to do my best to read these lyrics. And it goes. Pregunto si tengo mucha novia. Titi me preguntó. Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias. Muchas novias. Hoy tengo una. Mañana otra. Más me las voy. See, this part is where I screw up, guys. Sorry. Malas. <laughs> me las voy a llevar. A toa pa un VIP. Un VIP. VIP. Ay saluno, saluden a Titi. Vamos tirano, tir, Jesus Christ. Tiranos un selfie. Say, say cheese. cheese. <laughs> que sonrían las que me la metí. En un VIP, en un VIP. Okay, we're gonna stop there. I wanted to keep going. Shout out to Bad Bunny. I love all these. He just starts naming all types of girls. But basically, uh, I think this song is the sequel to the song Cry. Where, you know, you just get your heart broken. You become jaded. It's like the American dream here. Right? Mm-hmm. Your aunt comes asking you, hey, how's your girlfriend? Oh, she's good. The, the one I have today, yeah. Tomorrow, you'll see another one. She's different. You know? You want to take a picture with her? So, for your memories? You know what I'm saying? Go Say hit VIP. <laughs> you know, we go to the club and chill. Say cheese. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> just get to know all these girls. And um, I really like the end of the song where he's basically admitting... That he would like to love, but he really don't trust himself. He's a heartbreaker. That's it. He's true to himself. And I think that's true to um, Latin culture. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, guys. I just <laughs> love this song. And I just wanted to pick a Spanish-speaking song. Just you know, honor. What, and, and I appreciate that because... I just picked like Spanish speaking or people. Yeah. Mm. But Bad Bunny, he's maybe the he greatest philosopher. He is. He well, he's Puerto Rican. He's dealing with all that gentrification out there. <laughs> but I love that if you listen to the song, his aunt is this really Dominican yeah. angry. I didn't know he had a Dominican aunt. She's pissed. Mira, muchacho, que tú estás haciendo la calle? 
azaroso, tranquilo. Mira, mira, he's like, Titi me preguntó si tengo mucha novia. Like so, shout out to Bad Bunny. We appreciate you, and we thank you for the culture. Yes. For for the words, for the music. It really is. All right, so that's all we got. That's this is as philosophical as we're going to get today. And listen, that was some real shit. I think it was real. I think we did our jobs as children of immigrants explaining what these words mean. Exactly. You done good, kid. You done good. You done good. Bueno, my people, mi gente, it's about that time. Like always, I want to thank you for spending your precious moments with me. Big Mac on the track, thanks so much for coming through. I really thank appreciate it, Mike. This episode was a vibe from beginning to end, and I hope you enjoyed your time over here. I did. Absolutely. Very good. I'm glad. That means I did my job. Thank you. Awesome. We were in the same headspace with this one, guys. You know, if there's anything else, or is there anything else you would like the trap of the It's Michelle podcast to know? Other than your hatred for schools. Other than my hatred for schools? <laughs> um, just, uh, just be kind to each other. Mm-hmm. Right? I, as We could always talk about the issues and problems and things that we got going on in the world, but ultimately, let's just do our best to be happy, be kind, be grateful. We're here, we're alive, we're one of the best countries in the world, whether you believe it or not. Um, Because if you weren't, then maybe you should go to another country <laughs> and see how that works for you guys. So. <laughs> see if the grass is greener on that side. <laughs> Let's just stay citizens, keep the immigration away. Just learn your country, learn your history, learn the laws, because there's great opportunities here. So thank you. I want to thank my mom. No, sure. I want my grandma really, because it's really her. Right, and I've thanked her. I've I've thanked her personally, but I want to thank her now. She's gonna die soon, I think. Well, yeah, that was took a dark turn. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, delete that. Delete. I, I feel yeah. terrible. I feel terrible. Though, like I should call her. <laughs> Be like, Wella, yeah. you alright? <laughs> no, no. I'm thankful. I want to just be grateful, right? So, yeah, thank you. I mean, this country was built on immigration, right? The, everyone was basically was an immigrant at a certain point, so. Well. Um, oh, we gotta be grateful for that. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, you're hurting me, gente. And before I go, I want to remind you to make sure you follow me on Instagram at its.me.shell and click that link in my bio. It'll take you to all my other socials. You can send me direct voice messages, emails, and so much more. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and make sure you click that notification bell so you don't miss out on any content. And all the links will be on, well, in the description. And also on my Instagram bio, because you get options. I like to give people options. You know, I'm out here trying to make getting to Friday a lot easier. And with that said, peace and love. We out. Peace and love.